Yeah, on paper, I look really impressive. I have entrepreneurial such and such on my <laughs> activities. What are you going to do when they ask you about that in the interview? <laughs> oh, yeah, my entrepreneurial shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know that. I had to sell myself. <laughs> that entrepreneurial yeah. shit. Entrepreneur shit. <laughs> I do things. I'm a DIY motherfucker. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me, as always, is Miss Lucy Wack. Hey, Queen. Hey, girl. We got Miss Shea Coulee. What a bitch. Hey, girls. What are y'all up to? Living life. Yeah, working, girl. Working the life. Keeping it interesting. That's what I love about you. It's always a new story every week. It's like, what are y'all up to? Well, I'm a drag queen and we're busy. So I just just had a six day marathon and my feet are killing me. You know, I was just I was wearing those real high heels with no platforms. So the balls of my feet are just like. Girl, what do you mean no platforms? Who do you think you are? You still a man. Uh, hey, but they were cute. Lucy. They were cute. Shoot. <laughs> Lucy, you said that you've got things going on. What's up, girl? I do. Well, you know how terrible I am at checking the Dusty Balls Facebook page, but I finally did. And it turns out I got into the Saturday night showcase for the Austin International Drag Festival. Oh, yes, yes queen. So- Those who aren't familiar with festivals and stuff like that, getting into the Saturday night show is like the show to get into. So I'm really excited. Well, congratulations. When is that? That's this summer, right? That is actually my birthday weekend. It is the last weekend of April. Oh, Oh, oh that's coming up. So yeah, girl, got my plane tickets and everything. I'm rooming with Toyota Corona and uh, (laughs) Colin Acumen. (laughs) Shout out to Toyota Corona. I'm I'm just gonna say, I'm 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 not gonna get any sleep that weekend no uh, you're not well <laughs> yes you will girl because she'll be blowing cabbies she doesn't fucking get she won't be home she won't be home <laughs> yeah Unless she brings her, it home tell her to go to the trades room yeah <laughs> all right well listen let's uh let's switch focus because we have a guest today y'all i think this is the first drag queen that's actually on the show during the show is that right have we ever had? Yeah. 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 So yeah. there's our first time we've grabbed a girl while she's like on the season. Like on the season while she's in season. This is a Tony Soto show. First, she's uh, fresh. Let me introduce our guest today. We have Miss Derek Berry here with us. Hello. Yay. Yay. Hi. How are you guys doing? So good. How are you? Well, I'm drinking tea, and uh, well, yeah, I'm I'm ready for some tea, so I'm drinking tea to give some tea. Yes, yeah. queen. So you're back in Vegas. I am. Yeah, for the uh, the week, I'm uh, actually going out to Miami and Seattle this weekend. Fantastic. Uh, well, Ooh. now we're gonna talk. We, we want to, of course, talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, but first, I want to talk about Derek Barry. You're one of the drag queens that were born on Halloween, correct? 
I was Halloween 2003. It was the first time I ever got in drag, and it was in drag as Britney because that's that was my costume. So uh, now, yeah. <laughs> now, did you all was was this Britney thing just always something like you just love Britney, or this was someone like, hey, Queen, you know, you could probably do Britney. <laughs> um, well, this is before I ever got uh, called Hey Queen. So um, <laughs> I, I actually had a best friend in high school, and she saw a picture of Britney from the Skechers ad. And she's like, oh, my God, this looks exactly like you. You could do this. So when I was living in L.A., I was living with my girlfriend at the time back when I was straight. And her <laughs> cousin was living with us that was going to school to be a makeup artist. And so I said, it's Halloween. Can you make me look like Britney? I heard that I look like her. So she just put makeup on me. She, she, she didn't change anything. She didn't alter features. She just put makeup on me. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you look like Britney Spears. So okay. it was the perfect Halloween opportunity. Okay, wait a minute. I'm going to rewind a little bit. A little bit. Going to rewind. Oh, you, want, you want to get back to that? I want to get back to the... <laughs> she uh, wants that girlfriend. See, I can she, see it in her eyes. <laughs> I'm yep. like, I'm yep, like, back <laughs> when I was straight. Oh, I like him straight. When she turns into a bobblehead and that <laughs> it gets a little heavy to one side so how long were you a heterosexual queen uh well I, that was my first long-term relationship with a girl we moved to la together from northern california i grew up in modesto and we mm. lived together for about a year and a half and then when i got the job in vegas uh she stayed behind and uh i came out to vegas and i came out like a month after i moved here that was 2004 2004 holy shit so you started at the very end of 2003 halloween your first time in drag and then you got a within show six months yeah how, did, how does that happen what's the timeline <laughs> right. there queen now you, like who were you blowing that got you that show immediately there <laughs> out the closet was, onto the I stage uh, you know, the thing is that I auditioned for Miss Congeniality, uh, too. And that's where I met some of the cast members that were in Lacage in Vegas. And they had been looking for a Britney and auditioning Britneys for a couple years, and they didn't find one that they liked. So when word got back to the producer that they met me, uh, he got in touch with Chad Michaels, who was the first drag queen I ever met at Mickey's. And that's how that all happened and i couldn't believe it i mean i had only probably done drag uh a dozen times between halloween and my vegas uh show so how strange was it to jump into a community as fucked up as ours then like all that uh, all that girl girl hey queen girl, what up crazy. boots boots <laughs> so crazy i had no idea it's a whole different world and do you love it or do you hate it no i love it i do love it i mean i was a theater kid so i grew up uh, around very different personalities and right strong personalities. And uh, I just love being around creative people. So when I got into Lacage, I was like, oh my God, these are people that are just like me, but then they like to do drag too. This is so fun. So it was very colorful. We it, actually, it my world. We actually have a connection uh, that I just found out about. We both studied, and Shea Coulee, uh, you studied under Sheldon Patinkin, the late Sheldon Patinkin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Yeah. You, you, did you go to second, or you were at the second, not second city school, the Steppenwolf school, weren't you? Yeah. I actually trained, uh, we did a summer intensive at Fresno State with uh, second city, uh, Sheldon, and then uh, Kim, uh, I think it's Rubenstein, was at Northwestern, uh -huh. and she yeah. did our viewpoints class. So it was a two week intensive. And um, I actually, we did a small production of Bomb and Gilead, and I played drag in that, but it was just like, my hair with a little bit of, you know, like 
not a lot of makeup. And so I don't really feel like that was my first time in drag because it was really ugly. Girl, I was looking at your resume. I was looking at your resume and it's so funny because it's like, boy shit, boy shit, boy shit, Britney. (laughs) (laughs) And I love how it seems like people were just slowly pushing you into the realm of drag. I love how there were just like these subtle like little elbows like you should cross dress. You should (laughs) perform as a lady. They just saw that face. It's something that people, I think, saw because I was, uh, I mean, in theater, there's, you know, there's the gay personalities that you could tell. And then there's the ones that are obviously straight, but they like to perform. Uh And I Mm -hmm. hung out with all girls. And I think it was very obvious that I was gay. I just wasn't out. Uh So Uh all my friends were like, oh, my God, can we do your makeup? Like, you have such pretty (laughs) eyes. Your eyelashes are so long, and I was living. I'm like, yes, girl, please. You're like, I'll take a compliment. Thanks, girl. Compliments, girl. My long eyelashes. I do have long eyelashes. That's how I get all the ladies. Thank you for noticing. (laughs) When there's black mascara, they look beautiful. Now... Now the the show in Vegas, you got you got the show in Vegas, and mm-hmm. now now is it safe to say that you have a glam squad a squad whenever you did the show, like like people that made your costumes and did your makeup and put you together and put you out on stage, or was that something that uh, you all did yourself? We do have to uh, do everything on our own, but because I was coming into the show, uh, the costume designers there uh, they were our seamstresses actually that would just fix things for us if something ripped or you know something happened during the show. But they worked on my first costume, and then uh, the girls helped me. You know, they'd help. I didn't know what a, a a hairline was in a wig. I showed up with a wig out of a bag. Yes, girl. Uh, for my Lakage audition, and I booked the gig, girl. <laughs> yes, bitch. Yeah. She shook it and she went. So what? what? <laughs> I had Cover Girl on because I never heard a pan stick. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I did everything you could possibly think of doing wrong. I wasn't tucked. Um, I didn't have boobs in. My bra, it was just, you know, a bra that was shaped. And I'm like, my boobs look big enough. I mean, these are bigger than normal. So (laughs) it it was very bad. But they saw something in me. And the producer said uh, to other people, he's like, he's a diamond in the rough now. But one day that bitch is going to shine. Absolutely. I'm so glad I had someone believe in me. I was only 20 years old. Well, it sounds to me oh, like you, the raw potential. Yeah, it sounds yeah. to me like you've had a lot of people pressuring you in certain directions. So who pressured you into auditioning for RuPaul's Drag Race? Uh, well, I think, uh, Brittany coming to Vegas pressured me because my, so much of my travels have been based on following her tours. After I did America's Got Talent, I followed the circus tour all over the world. And then we did the same with Finn Patel. And when I started impersonating Gaga, I, uh, traveled around and, uh, did after parties after her shows too. So I knew when Brittany was coming to town that I probably wasn't going to be working as much and it just made sense to go for it. So I auditioned for seven and I didn't hear back. And I bet you're happy about I, that. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would have been an easy win. <laughs> One, I, I should have just done it. Um, no, I'm glad that I'm on eight because that wasn't right for me to be on seven. I don't think I was ready. I think I jumped into an audition that uh, was probably um, very one note. You know, I did it as Brittany in my dressing room in Vegas. And I was like, these are all my costumes and this is what I do. <laughs> and I think once I lost that kind of personality and I just did myself, uh, I heard back within an hour of submitting my audition for eight. Wow. So, like, oh, wow. It actually helps to do drag and do different characters. Yeah. So wait, I got to know, has Brittany seen you do her? Like, has she seen you perform and like 
in character and stuff like that? Um, she did see me on the tonight show. So two weeks after Halloween in 2003, I showed up in uh, the audience dressed as her and she talked to me on the show and I couldn't believe it. And that's another reason that I'm like, okay, I need to do this for a living because even she's looking at me like, Oh my God. <laughs> and uh, I used to look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Will you be my mirror? <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do anything with Brittany. I'll do her makeup. I'll uh, work out with her. I'll be a life coach, whatever I need <laughs> yes. to get on. This. Now, all right. So you get you get to RuPaul's Drag Race and you yeah. enter the scene. Now you already have a name for yourself. People know who you are. Um, how were you received by the drag queens uh, for season eight when you first got there? Oh, I don't think well at all. Uh, I think that when I first got there, I think people are like, oh, this bitch, you know, like, of course, uh, here we got Brittany and that's all she does. But I think because right away that's competition, there were a lot of girls that didn't want me there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of them thought that I was like planted there. They're like, did you even audition? I was like, bitch, did you? Like, I had to go through everything. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't just show up here. It's not like, hi, I'm making a cameo in the opening episode of season eight. <laughs> like, I have to do all the work too, you know. Yeah. Right. And you've been watching as the season has been uh, airing, yeah, correct? Yeah. You? You're you're up to. You've been every time. Okay. So I just oh, gotta yeah. know how. Do you feel like they've been editing it in a way that's true to what was really happening? Well, this is the problem with a show like that. They're filming for. 24 hours for each episode mm -hmm. and they have to get that into 40 minutes. So right. everything you're seeing is real. It all happened. It, they just can't show how it all happened. Right. And, uh, they do. I, I do understand they have to highlight certain things. If you fuck up, they have to show it. And if you, uh, see, they have to show it, but all the kind of work in between, uh, it can't be shown. And right. so even now I'm watching it and I'm like, oh my God, that happened. I totally forgot because all the days run together and you're, you're there. There's so much that you film and then you only can see sometimes a piece of it. Right. So right. it kind of is a reminder of, oh wow, that's what I did last summer. Cause I totally forgot how that <laughs> happened. <laughs> <laughs> that could be like a really great horror film spinoff too. I think I I'm thinking more about know. like, <laughs> I still don't know what I did. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm thinking more about the interactions with each other. Like the sort of like, conflict the shade, that they, like, girl, create. Like, yeah the moments like, where when, you all when diss one girl each says other something and another girl makes a face is it from that actual moment like do you feel like there's creating drama or do you think that there was the drama there for them to just easily show oh, oh no there was plenty of drama there i mean there's even in the next i don't know if you saw the preview for next week but uh that is exactly how it happened between okay. me and bob so oh. exactly Oh. And uh, I, there's no way to. Oh, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It was in the trailer. That's how good that was. Yes, I did see that moment. So if that's the moment that you're talking about, okay, I can't wait so, to see how that all unfolds. And you're going to see how it happened because that's the problem with trailers. You have no idea what happened, what was said before, what is said after, what led up to it. And now you get to find out how that moment happened. And, right. uh, I know I got a lot of criticism in the beginning because, you know, people are like, oh, wow, I can't believe Derek called Bob Ratchet. 
And I'm like, girl, um, now you found out Michelle Visage did it first. So I'm just regurgitating information. (laughs) Now, Mm -hmm. now, would you say that real quick before we go to break? I just want to know, like, um, as a celebrity impersonator, do you think that that is helping or hindering uh, your stay on RuPaul's Drag Race? Well, I think if I wasn't a celebrity impersonator, I wouldn't be there because I would have never done drag. Yeah. And that's the thing is this was my in when I moved to L.A., and I wanted to act, I was getting lost in auditions because I'm the all-American boy that looks like everyone else. And with drag... You are a special kind of ordinary white, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, adorable. I would not throw you out of bed, but I get it. I get it. (laughs) Well, there was just nothing that set me apart from people. Right. I I have a very average look when it comes to, okay, we need need a, a white guy in his late teens, early twenties to play this role. And I'm like going up against Abercrombie models. It wasn't happening for me. Right. And with doing Britney, it was a way for me to be seen and for people to say, Oh wow. Well, we've, we don't know another Britney impersonator. So that was that that's my in. And I really do believe it's an advantage because everyone does know who I am on drag race. And I think it scared a lot of the girls when we come back. We are going to do our RuPaul wrap-up. We'll be right back. And we are back with the show. And I just want to quick do a quick shout-out to my girl, uh, Massey Thomason, real quick, for having that East Coast cable hookup. I saw RuPaul's Drag Race on East Coast time <gasps> and Pacific time. <gasps> so fuck you, Chicago. You cannot ruin it with your loose mouths on the social media. It was brilliant. So just shout-out to Massey for letting me come over and watch She'd it. be bitter about people in Chicago seeing it before her. Ooh, so no, because y'all talk too much. Girl, you I, on the social media you can ignore that shit for two hours and read a book instead you know, you know she needs to know how to know read i don't read books <laughs> <laughs> oh, d- don't a lie oh, i was yeah. trying to help you out <laughs> <laughs> and before we start the rupaul wrap-up i would like to go back to last week's untucked and just come like just give you the props you deserve derek for standing oh, up for you. trixie's look yes and absolutely telling, oh. just putting acid betty in her place like thank you so much for doing that as team kimchi and trixie and like friends of theirs it was really great mm-hmm. having someone be like maybe that's not for you to get yeah, like it was just great just, having you stand up and because I love she that got it you. because trixie got enough of that on her season for miss jazz and masters we all remember that <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's like i don't get it that's but also, i do love that you then came into the workroom this week wearing your trixie tank top i like that right. That extra little jab to Acid Betty being like, I also earn, own her merchandise, bitch. But that's yeah. actually where I was going to start with the RuPaul oh, sorry. wrap up. <laughs> I was going to start it with saying, how awful is Acid Betty really? Ugh. Well, you know, I might have been able to put her in her place, but really I wanted to put her six feet under in that episode because I was so angry at taking, you can't take someone's moment. And that that was the first video that we had have and she wants to ruin it by critiquing someone that number one is not even there mm-hmm. to defend themselves right and mm-hmm. it's and it's kimchi's best friend so i was boiling inside and uh i i just i had to say something i'd heard that's not the first time she'd done it that's the first time they showed something 
But mm-hmm. that's not the first time she talked shit on Trixie. And I can't handle it. And I can't. The thing about it, it's not, uh, and I'm sure it wasn't the first time, but also in that time on that show, she was like, oh, what terrible makeup. And it kind of fell on a dead audience. And then she was right. like, you know what I mean about the bad right. makeup? And, and it was like, bitch, it bombed the first time, girl. Mm-hmm. Relax yeah. about it. But. Now yeah. let's now let's move forward. Right. Because honestly, uh, Miss Derek Barry, I was worried about you this episode. Uh, I yeah, thought, we all got worried. We all got worried. Why was there no mini challenge in this episode? I have uh, no idea. Was there, <laughs> there was no mini challenge? Oh, wow. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, about it. Rue just kind of put you all in groups. And yeah, she was kind of like, here you guys go. Let's do the old school pick your teams like we're playing kickball and oh then... yeah that's right he said we were gonna go out and like find uh no that's in the next week's episode oh, no. oh, oh. <laughs> they're, they're all running together i told i warned you no no the world of wonder listens i'm not gonna stop you <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't even realize that there wasn't a mini challenge yeah no. it, it wasn't it went that. it went straight into the band now um you kind of struggled on this one. Can you can you can you tell it? Can you tell us like w- w- what was it that that was so tough about this this challenge? Um, well, I think right away when we went into our rehearsal, we were the first uh, ones that worked with Lucian, and mm-hmm. we already kind of had our uh, song. And because he thought it sounded similar to another melody, he's like, "Oh, I'm not sure about that melody. Uh, let's change it to this so that you know we don't get in trouble for anything." And yeah. Once I already have something in my head, I'm like locked in there. Uh-huh. And uh, we we had rehearsed it. We were ready to go. And then so with the changes, I'm like, oh, God, now, like, where do I start? What what is this a different key now? I can find where I was and I was just nervous. And then having him say that, you know, we should talk sing. I'm like, why? Why are we talk singing a singing challenge? Like, that's a good way to be in the bottom. And uh, then it just kind of threw me off because he's like, well, none of you are really vocalists. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, but Debbie we Harry thought that. you had a beautiful voice, well, and that's who matters. <laughs> and yeah. that's the thing is, when there's she guest was kind of high, I think though. It's not that I'm saying anything, but Debbie, Debbie was Harry, she's girl. fantastic. Don't throw stones. You live it in a glass house. She was house high time. on me, honey. That's what <laughs> 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 oh, like, so I think though, and when I got the good critiques from her, her, that's when I realized, like, why was I even doubting myself? Because. I had one person say we should talk things. So I just like went in a shell and was like, oh, no, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. So, but why did you fight Chi Chi so much on the costume? What I like about this season so far is that the challenges and everything are challenging you queens not to stick to pretty. And Mm -hmm. it was a perfect way to be abstract and out of the box uh, and not be. And and Chi Chi said it. She's like, we don't always need to rely on pretty. What, what, why did you fight her so hard on that? Oh, because I would have been red if I came out like a homeless man in a cardboard box. As far as the competition so far, what we've seen, Chi-Chi hasn't really gotten much praise for her looks no. on the runway. Mm-hmm. So if I know if I was on a team with someone who has been struggling with their looks on the runway, trying to give over like the creative direction for them to do that, I would be a little bit worried. So oh, I understand even though she's like communicating something, I could still be like, oh, but what that's, what's that going to look like though? Well, and the silhouette that a triangle has is so much more flattering than a box or a circle. Or a circle. So yeah. for me, I'm thinking, 
Well, yeah, bitch. If I was a triangle, I would want to wear a triangle dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, listen, I don't want, I wouldn't want to be fucking nation with that crooked ass circle on my head. Well, she did make uh, her own circle. That was uh, not a very pretty circle. So Circles I, are hard on your own. They're hard. Yes. But I would like to say, uh, also, as an idea, I visually didn't think it was a very creative one for them to each walk out in as the shape. shape. I mean, like, I, I think they could have incorporated the shape somehow in their ensemble, but I don't think that. Yeah, like, make outfits is really that great like make outfits completely made up of those shapes like like right. uh, have yeah. a have an outfit completely made up of squares you know like yeah um, but also too there are time constraints as well because it's like not only are they writing the songs right they have to memorize the songs mm-hmm. they have to come up with choreography mm-hmm. and make that outfit and what do you guys get like a day so did you yeah. think that you were going to be in the bottom oh absolutely not absolutely not and the thing is that even uh, I really thought that Bob's team was going to be because they were fighting. Oh and my they god! On things. And, and there was so they were. And did you hear like their critique was before ours? He fought with Lucian, um, and, and uh, Betty. Betty couldn't really like uh, get things together. They didn't like her outfit. Uh, Thorgy was always like, "Oh no, I don't like that idea. This is horrible." So we saw all that happen, oh and my then they god. got to our group. And they just didn't like Nisha's outfit. That was the only critique they had had for our group. And then that's when uh, Chi-Chi let it all out. And then they're like, oh, never mind. This group is fighting way more. <laughs> oh, yeah. They got a lot more shit. But yeah. wait, can I just tell you how much I fucking... I love Thorgy more and more every day. Mostly because... <laughs> mostly because, like, whenever I see Thorgy, like, uh, out of geesh, it's like, he's just a, he's just a curmudgeonly old, like, delight to look at. Like, is that whole, like, reacting to everything Bob said with the... Uh, <laughs> I fucking lived. Yeah. I loved it, and then I loved how the other group, uh, Robbie and Kim, would were just, trying to toy with it. And Kim at one point just goes, "Thorgy, hi." That's just it. Yeah. I died. I, I lived, died. I died. I I lived died. It was so <laughs> funny. All right, I'm sorry. I just had to uh, do a little sidebar there. Now, do you think that the right person went home? I think for that episode, uh, definitely Chi-Chi should have gone home just but just based on her attitude. Um, okay. It was a group challenge, and she was not a part of the group. It was easy mm-hmm. to see. Um, she killed the lip sync. I'm not going to deny her talent, but... <laughs> When when is enough enough with someone's attitude? Well, because on and, what was what was interesting was Nasha straight up and untucked was like, oh, I I'm not in the bottom. Yeah, and I mean, being there, I really thought that Acid Bed was going to be in the bottom, and then I thought maybe uh, it was going to be Chi Chi because those were the. I mean, at that point, even Bob could have been. But you can't fight with the. You can't fight with a judge. And the person producing your song. Yeah. That is so unprofessional. Now. So anyway, it could have been anyone. It's all part of a bigger story. We're just going to see how it all unfolds. There you go. (laughs) Now. uh, So what is what is your frame of mind? As as soon as soon as that's over, you hear you hear Nasha and you hear Chi Chi are in the bottom. So you know that you're safe. Um, mm-hmm. but you were so close. <laughs> like, yeah. what, what does one immediately think of as soon as you're like, you're the third person, but you're safe. Like, like what goes in your head? Fuck Chi Chi is what I first thought. Like right away. <laughs> I was so angry. 
So, and, and hurt because that's the last thing I ever expected on the runway. I get it that we didn't get to wear what she wanted, but we compromised on something and then she totally went a different way uh, in the judges. How was she in rehearsal? Like when, cause obviously you have to rehearse the number before you're going to go out there. So how was she in rehearsal? She was great. We made, we made the pieces because that's what we thought, you know, we'll incorporate these shapes instead of putting them on our body. And, um, it, she seemed fine with it. So that's why I was so shocked. Really? Well, that's interesting. You know, I feel like this episode though, uh, like it really kind of touched on on an aspect of of privilege kind of where it was like like where did the bankruptcy come from like like why are we talking about bankruptcy uh okay so we're gonna team uh two girls who obviously have connections on getting wardrobe made for them and whatnot we're gonna team it up with chi chi who came in the first episode in a garbage bag well constructed Mm -hmm. i will say garbage bag (laughs) you know so it just kind of seemed like a weird pairing anyway now when they said choose your own groups is that really how it how it broke up or do you completely yeah the new york queens they uh, it right away bonded like obviously they know each other they wanted to work together and robbie and kim and nasha i'm sorry robbie kim and naomi were all standing next to each other so they just locked so nasha and i were next to each other and she's on the other side of the room and it's like well i guess she's with us I mean, trust me, Ooh. I did not want her in my group at all. No, you guys were the I, leftovers. I there was a way to do two again. You know, she could do a solo thing, and we could be uh, a yeah. duo. At this time, did you have any kind of a, like? Were you forming any kind of a relationship with Chichi at this time during the taping of the show? Um, not really. She uh, stuck to herself a lot and didn't really talk to people. And uh, I mean, even when we were working on rehearsals. Uh, she had to go make an outfit for neon because she wore her neon outfit for roller girl. Right. And that was a terrible outfit anyway. So I'm there. Make it playing. Just another, another bad outfit. <laughs> All right. Now, when, when drama happens it. with you guys, uh, during the season and during taping and stuff like that, you know, so many times we'll ask the Queens, we'll be like, so are you still like, you know, bitter enemies with this because of the queen they're like oh no 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 we're all part of the sisterhood we're all friends now it's all fine you know i don't mind about that shady stuff is that that's completely true okay she good. said that's a lie <laughs> <laughs> oh girl you so still- i take it there's still drama people, people still mad people still mad um you know i think we had a group message uh that we were communicating on in uh for facebook that was all of us um except dax because he left the group but other than that everyone's in there and uh, we were all talking a lot before the show started airing. And once the show started airing, it got quieter and quieter. And now it's like little comments will be here and there. And I know everyone's busy. I, I feel like reliving it is, uh, is it makes it tense again. And okay. I mean, I even, I didn't know, I thought kimchi loved me. She always was like so nice to me. And then even watching this last episode, I'm like, Oh wow, girl. Like, I didn't know that you felt that way, but oh, oh, oh well. Miss Derek I mean, Barry, everybody, you know, you know, <laughs> no, you know who, a, you know, real actually, quick, I really appreciate it. Real, real quick, is keeping it. Before we go to break, real. I want to say that uh, the person who is thrilled that all of this bad stuff happened to your group, finally, Robbie Turner did something. Oh. Uh, 
I know. Robbie did well. I I was, you know, he got to meet his idol. He's <laughs> such a stupid bitch. So good job, Robbie. Um, but I do love I do love Deborah Harry though, girl. I I was even excited to see I her. Know. I was like, oh my god, you guys got oh to meet Deborah god. Harry. And then and then the lip sync, like, call me when they announced that. I just like gasped in the club. I was just like. <gasps> Oh, cool. But there were moments that I thought she was sleeping. <laughs> I'm like, just, you. With her sunglasses. Like I was like, is she asleep? I think I think she she just She's kinda, like, I'm gonna take a quick nap. Yeah, yeah. She's like, back. my meds, they knock me out. <laughs> Medicated. Well, listen, we're gonna go to break. She's just like super chill. That's what, what I thought. Yeah. Like she's just living like all right, what's next? What's up now? Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> All no. right, when we come back, uh, we have our listener questions of the week. So we'll be right back. We are back with the show, and we are going to have our listener questions today. Now, remember, you can have your question read on the internet by us and get some valuable opinions. All you have to do is email the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com, subject line listener questions, and you could be internet famous for maybe five minutes. Uh, who is internet famous now, Shea Coulee? Oh, our first internet famous fan question comes from Allison. Allison says, I love Drag Race so much, but I'm really sick of every fucking guy, girl, or whatever wanting to be a queen. Mm. My cousin, who isn't a cute guy, is trying to be a drag queen, and he's just as busted as a girl. Mm. I want to tell him to give it up. But this is the first time I've noticed him taking an interest in anything. Should I just shut up and support or guide him in another direction? Shut up, support, and guide in the right direction, there not another one. You go. Like if if he's as bad as you say he is, then the world is gonna trample his hopes and dreams. You don't need to do it for him. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like the least you can so do true. is show support for what he's doing, that he's got a passion in something, and maybe give him some makeup <laughs> tips and like help him out, you know? Like be like, Hey girl, you know, this is what but you need yeah, to do to, to like contour your nose, you know. I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna ask what makes Allison think she's an authority and what is pretty with drag that's just my question is i i think that uh, i think we all know i think you can tell <laughs> i think you can look and see if someone's busted or not if mm -hmm. the eyebrows are oatmeal-y and the eyeliner is crooked you know sometimes a busted queen is all you need at a night out what well, now derek let me ask you this now when you first went out as britney for the very first time were you a bit crunchy Oh, I was gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, she I had that I five o'clock shadow at midnight. I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yes. Liquid foundation covers nothing, doesn't? 
Right. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful and uh, beautiful i really was i didn't need the makeup yeah well you know nice. and, we, and the thing is is like you start out crunchy that that's the one thing i think that is a problem with the the rupaul drag race mentality is that if you don't look like a pearl if you don't look like a fame if well, you don't look like that's one how of pearl the, started she came out gorgeous she did too that she bitch. did that's she did. the only that girl no i've line. ever seen fucking pearl showed up in the club and everyone her was like, first time we're like who the fuck and is it was, that she was a halloween girl it's true and like, it was her and kim now kim had still a little bit more work to do but <laughs> pearl walked in the club and everyone was like god damn it who is that bitch oh my god yeah. well and she's an artist so i think that mm-hmm. if you have artistic abilities to either draw, paint you know something like that then you should be able to paint your face and um, you know, maybe Alice, is it Allison's what, uh, family member? What was the first yeah. question about? Yeah, it's her cousin. Yeah, her cousin. I mean, like you said, you're going to get um, enough hate from other people. And, uh, who are you without your family? So if, if she's just telling him it's not good enough, then there needs to be some kind of constructive criticism. Yeah. And, you know, th- they're going to get enough hate. I think, yeah, if she can, yeah. then. Uh, maybe you can find artistic ability in this. It doesn't have to be doing drag. It could be doing hair. It could be doing makeup on other people or costumes, you know, but let this be a creative outlet and see where it leads. Do you know what? Or the- a great performer, you know? Yeah. There can be some people that don't look that great but are amazing to watch. Exactly. exactly. You know what kind of, you know, I, I feel grateful because I feel like uh, nowadays drag is such a lonely sport uh, where when... I started doing drag. There was like a community of other dudes that were doing drag. There's a sense of community to start with. And I don't think that that's a lot of the time because it, there's a lot of like underage people that can't go out to clubs now that are just in their house doing drag, like painting their faces, trying to figure it all out. So be patient. Girl, I met, mm-hmm. just speaking of underage girls, I just have to say, I met this, the most beautiful little underage drag queen today. And it shows you how these girls are just learning it from YouTube in their rooms and able to just come out to the club fully formed, not even of age yet. Like yeah. I had to wait until I could get into the club girl. Yeah. And like just absolutely just like fully formed drag queens. You're like, all right. But in that same breath, Jasmine Masters is currently putting together uh, and trying to find sponsors and stuff to put together a tour uh, with uh, with some other drag queen girl, uh, uh, RuPaul girls uh, to go around to do youth shows, to do shows for uh, young people. So look up. Oh, cute. Yeah, so go to Jasmine cute. Masters uh, Facebook page and shit. And uh, she's got some, she's got, she's got an idea and it's currently in motion. So check that out. Um, but cute. Allison, cute. love your fucking cousin. God damn it. Familia. <laughs> uh, who's next? All right. This next question is from Jim. I had my first experience with the Dom last week. And at one point when he asked me to beg him to spit in my mouth, I'm sorry, but I immediately thought back to one of your podcasts about Tony not being opposed to that. I laughed really hard for about a minute and then was too embarrassed to explain why, so I begged him to spit in my mouth. (laughs) Wasn't bad. So, Tony, would you ever hire a professional dom? First of all, I talk too much on this show. 
I, what? You talk <laughs> too much in general. I what might the, have outed you about the, it. Yeah, you're the one who. Yeah, I did not. I did not give that information willingly, Lucy. You said you're an open book, which means Lucy defied is our our best friend confidence and told everyone that I like it when dudes spit in my mouth. Um, in the throes That's of passion, well, it's, Shut up. it's just going to help you find that special someone, honey. In the throes <laughs> of passion, this isn't something that just happens. I'm not walking down to Santa Monica just being like, "Yo, bro." Um, <laughs> <laughs> Once, unless you're really cute unless you're one of those yeah uh, then we could talk but but uh what's the question a dom would no. you ever hire a professional for dom what for what would we what to, i wouldn't even i get i'm nervous now just talking about it i know i know actually jim needs to go back to one of our previous podcasts where we had a professional dom on mistress bella bathory yeah and she went ahead me and up. <laughs> Tony was so nervous. But so nervous. listen, kept, kept clutching the pearl. This question will piggyback on something I really want to talk about real quick. So, Derek, you still got two boyfriends? I do. Yeah, they're both here, but they don't spit in my mouth. They do other things in there, but they don't spit in there. Oh <laughs> my! So, I feel and like I never have to hire them to do it. That's the other thing. I didn't have to hire someone for that. I'm just, I'm yeah, just, girl, I just kind of, like, I just kind of pack your luggage after. after I kind of feel like that whole little storyline was not mentioned enough. I don't know. I mean, it, it was highlighted. I feel it, it was a storyline. It was for, mentioned. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was mentioned. Yeah. Um, and it's nice to see the other, like Chi Chi loves it. And that was really cool. Cause she's like, oh my God, girl, <laughs> I'm jealous. Oh my God. That's so cool. <laughs> Um, so she loved it, but then you know someone like Acid Betty again ruined the moment oh, she's because terrible. they're talking about it. And she's like, "Yeah, but you guys get jealous of each other, don't you?" And I'm like, "Actually, we don't." She's like, "Yeah, you do." I'm yeah. like, "Whoa, girl, I don't understand you, know, you to understand my relationship because I definitely bet you don't have one boyfriend, let alone two. Ooh. So, yeah." Cool. <laughs> <laughs> she oh. sleeps in a cold bed. Oh, unless she hires someone to spit in her mouth. <laughs> yes, when we get her on the show, we'll 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 shift that question. Over. Oh my god, I'm quickly falling in love with you, Derek. You're about to have three boyfriends, girl. About to have three boyfriends. <laughs> I'm coming over, boys. Move over. Um, let's move. Oh wait, I'm 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 closing it, aren't I? It's my job. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't ready. I was too busy Tell having a good so time. Folk. This is Phil. It says, OMG, Alaska saying she had a crush on Violet last episode. I live. And Tony saying he'd watch that. You don't talk enough about the queens you would kai-kai with. So, out of all eight seasons, who would you want to know biblically? Uh, you too, Lucy. Which dude would you scissor as a lady? <laughs> okay, real quick. Scissoring is not a thing. That's a lie. It, it, it was on South happen. Park, and so it's true. <laughs> they got Scientology and Mormons right, girl. Don't act like they don't have lesbians clocked too. And um, also, if we're talking Kai Kai, then I would be Dusty Balls. I know who I would Kai Kai with. Who would you Kai Kai with, Shay? I'd Kai Kai with Alaska. Well, you guys already kind of did through Skype. Yeah, you guys totally kind of fucked last episode. <laughs> I'm excited for oh, when, Chica- when when just... Alaska comes to Chicago for you, Shay. I'm I know really she'll excited. be here Saturday. Ooh. Um. Uh, oh no! Wait, no, no, no. That's, that's, the, that's actually no. That's the Divas of Drag tour. She's on the Battle of the Seasons tour. Do but who's counting tour. right, bitch? Jesus Christ! <laughs> okay, so I would totally Kai, okay, I would Kai, so Kai with Alaska. Alaska. 
Um, I would Kai Kai with Lanesha Sparks. Um, I would Kai Kai with Pearl. And I would. Oh, you want to have a hate fuck? (laughs) I love Pearl. (laughs) I would Kai Kai with. um, Let me think. Uh, for shits and giggles, just cause I think it would be really funny. Latrice Royale. Oh, mm. oh, she wants to. Latrice she got wants, a piece. She wants that would to, just be a really fun internet viral video. I feel. Yeah, girl. It's, <laughs> it would be. A I class. would definitely record it. There's it, no way I would fuck Latrice Royale and not have it on camera. And, and <laughs> instant, I feel like people would need to see that. An instant Christmas special. Uh, <laughs> Derek, who would you want to have sex with? Any of the people from your season? Do you want to? Do you want to bang anyone in your season? Oh, God, no. I'd, uh, I have two hands. I'll just use those. <laughs> there no, you go. <laughs> anyone on my hand. How about, how about past seasons? Um, I think Pearl is hot, but uh, th- I, that's it. Like, you know, I wouldn't want to hang out with him, really. But I think he's, uh, hey, yeah. You don't have to hang out with him. You just have to fuck them. That's that was true. that was the only thing. Ooh, I would also kai kai with uh, April Carrion. Don't you ever leave, <laughs> don't you, Derek? Derek, don't you ever leave, Derek? You just stay right where you oh, are. Oh no, I'm every I week. Don't, I don't think Tony has enough credits on his Skype though. Every week we're just gonna have Derek back just to, just to, <laughs> just to hear real things. Um, real talk. Uh, yes, April is very cute. Um, yeah. Didn't you lick her butt or something like that, Tony? There's, uh, we we met in Chicago. That's fine. We met. Not in the biblical way, though. Um, we met. Uh, okay. Oh, oh my God, Lucy! I completely forgot about who you would scissor with. Who? Man, <laughs> so new. Girl, Carmen Carrera. And then I take Derek if he were available. Yeah. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. Like a little drag king. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think feet. she can walk on your back. Yeah, girl. And crack your crack your vertebra. I got tiny feet. <laughs> I don't think anyone here would kick out Derek Barry. I think Derek no, Barry. I don't think so. I think you're you're you've won all of us over. You've won us over, <laughs> damn it! And you you're know, the type that I'd fuck you and make you breakfast. Ooh, oh, that's love on Shay's scale. <laughs> yeah, I totally make you breakfast. Normally, oh. I kick them out. I'm oh, like, you think girl, she, I got to work so early in the morning. I'm sorry. You got to go. You think she actually eats, though? <laughs> Come on now. Oh, it'd be like high protein, you know, like some <laughs> spinach omelet, omelet yeah. you know, <laughs> like whole grain, like bread, some like really nice juice. Maybe turkey bacon. Yeah. Turkey bacon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I feel like we've really gotten places with this. Uh, I've had a great time. <laughs> Derek, did you enjoy yourself today? Oh, I had so much fun. You guys are great. I want to do this anytime. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, we want to have you back. You have, <laughs> an, you have an open invite whenever you would like to come. Uh, do you want to tell the children about, like, give them your social medias, tell them where you're going to be, what you have coming up? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, everything is Derek Barry, D E R R I C K B A R R Y. That's my website, social media handles. And uh, I have my calendar up on my website, so I'm somewhere else every single weekend between now and uh, the end of July. And then we're working on the the tour after that as well. So, um, Lucy, I'm actually going to be in Austin when you're there for International Drag Festival. I'll be at oh my God. on uh, Sunday night, the 1st of May. And Shay, I'm coming back to Chicago for Slave for Britney Sundays on the 24th of April and the viewing party on the 25th so oh my god awesome well then i'll yeah. see you there girl wait do you get in before the first because i'm like flying out a.m early on the first oh no i'm in uh houston on the 30th so i get there the first okay well i'll i'll try to catch you in chicago then because mm-hmm. i'll see yeah. you here on the 24th yeah 
That's okay, just yay. Oh, connections were made. I don't know when I'm telling. I don't. I guess I'll be in LA for sure for DragCon. Oh, so. me too. So, uh, fantastic. Same. It'll, it'll, it'll be, yeah, and Shay will be in DragCon too. So, cute. I got my first little piece of merch. Yay, yeah. what'd you get? It's this little enamel pin that <gasps> says Shay. Well, Derek, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show. Lucy, what do you have going on, Queen? Oh, girl, I'm just shooting shows. I've double booked. I am out of this lifetime. I have no free time ever again. Anyway, love you. Fantastic. Shay Coulet. Um, tonight at Face, it is myself, Dita Ritz, Lucy Stuhl, The Vixen, and Monica Beverly Hills. I loved this lineup, by yes. the way. That's and cute. then um, Thursday, I'll be performing at Berlin for a spinoff of Lipstick City called Chapstick Suburb. So that will be really fun. <laughs> and then um, Saturday, I will be hosting the Bachelor Auction for the Chicago rugby team, The Dragons, at mm. Seven Nightclub. And then following that, I will be guest hosting for Chloe Day at Smoke and Mirror at Charlie's and then oh. Sunday I will be at Smart Bar for Queen. Okay, oh, wow. I'm going to need you to get a motherfucking website because we're going to have to really cut down all your fucking <laughs> week, bitch. I'm over just sitting here like, well, there's her agenda. Um, you can, I know, like, I have a gig on the 9th. <laughs> you, can, you can catch me tomorrow on the Gay Power Half an Hour with myself and Casey Lai. Uh, and of course, come out for uh, Learn the Words, bitch, hosted by your truly Xander Fairlon at Akbar uh, on Monday. I think it's April 4th. That's that's Monday. So come on out. Anyway, Derek, <laughs> God damn it, you've been a pleasure to have on today. Oh, thanks. Yes. I thought I was going to be a lot harder on it. you. I thought I was going to be a lot harder on you and then you just got so damn charming and you won me I over. Know. <laughs> yeah, Tony just rolls that bitch. shoulder. Just rolls that shoulder. Did you see how in love I got real quick? I was like, Oh hey. yeah, you, it took you forty five <laughs> minutes, girl. Not even. <laughs> but anyway, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Good luck in the rest of your season. We're going to be following you. We're going to be judging you, and we're probably going to. And say, we are totally rooting for you. Yeah, yes, girl. Yeah, we're going to get them. Uh, but until oh. next week, who I don't know if we have a guest yet next week, but uh, maybe we do. We'll see. Uh, until next week. Bye. 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 Bye.